Hi, and welcome to the Singing Wells podcast number four. In episode three, we looked at the background of Ababilla Music, one of the partners in the project. In this episode, we're going to look at the story of Tabu Asusa, his career in music, and how he founded Kettable Music. But first, here's a special performance from the archives. This is Ben Kissinger performing in Capsaquani, Kenya, in March 2012, as part of the field trip to capture the music of the Kalenjin in the Rift Valley. The song is Katuyo. Kettable Music was founded by Tabu Asusa, who joins us today to tell you about his childhood and background in Western Kenya. Hi, my name is Tabu Asusa. I am the executive director and producer of Kettable Music. I was born in 1954 in Homabay County on the shores of Lake Victoria in Western Kenya. I went to primary school at uh, St. Joseph Samukura on the Kenyan-Ugandan border. And later, I joined St. Peter's Seminary Mukumu in Kakamega County. After high school in 1975, I taught briefly as an untrained teacher at a convent in Kaimosi before traveling to Congo, Kinshasa, where I was introduced to music by the great Kenyan saxophonist 
Ben Nicholas. I returned to Kenya after four years in the Congo, and together with the Samba Mapangala and Fataki Lokasa, we started Orchestra Virunga in 1981. <laughs> For 10 years, we were one of the top bands in Kenya. I quit the group Virunga in 1992 and relocated to Bedford in the UK, working at various uh, venues of entertainment. I returned to Kenya in 1997 and started the Nairobi City Ensemble. In 2004, along with a business colleague, we started Ketebul Production Studios. Ketebul. registered as a not for profit organization in the year 2007 our mission is to identify archive develop and promote the diverse music traditions of east africa this was the main reason for changing the status of getable music we are now an organization that is not solely driven by commercial interests but one that could work with partners with similar goals this has enabled us to generate proposals and attract funding from various organizations that support our mission one of the first musicians we signed at getable music was makadem the story of a hangla man who was used to eating at his neighbors and drinking free beer free changa free busa free munazi and free muratina and always seducing village women so he goes away hoping for the same in america listen akadem was followed by olitratego
a 70-year-old lady, traditional dodo singer by the name of Ogoya Ningo. also performed for the Singing Wells project when we travelled to Rangala village to record the music of the Lua. Currently, one of Credible Music's latest signing is Winyo, who has just released the album Benga Blues. Winyo is a phenomenon singer and I can only describe his voice using the words of one of his fans who likened it to fresh, purified water.
kemani ne wajo no ridire e kerio garine ge twarijo kahora 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 na nige horera dengima e kiroga mama tuma kigoka kirotoga kwa geke abereria kemani Morire na coro e acqua Che mani ne vado no ridire Dorare u ne che desira gia Che mani o teni Dare che te comenya ne che The Benga Blues album by Winyo is available in Kenya, direct from Ketable Music. It is also available online through iTunes and Spotify and on CD via the Abubilla Music website at www.abubillamusic.com. The Spotlight on Kenyan Music program began in 2005 as an initiative of the Alliance Francaise of Nairobi and various stakeholders in the music industry in Kenya. Ketable Music is a key partner on the Spotlight on Kenyan Music program, which aims at nurturing contemporary Kenyan music with traditional roots. This is done by identifying talent at the grassroots level and providing them with support in terms of professional recordings, live performances, and exposure. Priorities in terms of support is always given to musicians based in the rural areas, especially the ones coming from marginalized communities. So far, we have recorded five volumes and currently working on volume number six. Oh, 
Tabu, tell us more about how you joined forces with Abu Bila Music. I first came across the name Abu Bila Music from a forwarded email that I received from a friend in 2009. According to the email from James Allen, the founding director of uh, Abu Bila Music, he was looking for a partner in the region to work with in preserving and promoting traditional music of East Africa. Catable music had been recommended to him by several sources. My answer to the email was simple. If he was serious on his proposal, then he had to call me so that we could discuss one-on-one on phone. You see, I was a bit skeptical due to the numerous non-startup proposals that we receive every day on various prospective ventures. Jimmy was quick to reply, and asked me to suggest a good day for a teleconference meeting. I suggested a day, still very skeptical, but to my surprise, he did call. Our teleconference with James Allen dwelt mostly on some of the projects that Catable Music had been working on. It was quite apparent from our conversation that both our organizations had similar goals which was to identify, archive, develop, and promote the diverse music traditions of East Africa. Jimmy was straight to the point and wanted to know what areas of support we required in order to implement our mission more effectively. I suggested that uh, it was more practical to capture traditional music on site using a mobile studio through field recordings rather than having to ferry all the traditional musicians from the field back to our studios in Nairobi. He thought that was a brilliant idea and promised to acquire a professional mobile studio and set up a team of audiovisual engineers through the support of the Bobula Music Foundation. This team would then accompany the Catable Music crew on field trips to record traditional music of East Africa. And this was the beginning of the Singing Wells project. The Singing Wells is an ambitious program that intends to map out the various music traditions of East Africa, hopefully within the next five years. This project is unique because the only other person who is on record as having taken such a venture was the legendary musicologist Hugh Tracy, who archived mostly Southern and Central African music from 1920s to the 1970s.
Marketable music is an unprecedented outfit due to the nature of our work, such as the Singing Wales project, the retracing series on Kenyan music, and Spotlight on Kenyan music. We tend to focus on work that might not be considered by many as popular culture. It is nevertheless essential to the development of East African identity. Hence, we shall always be relevant for many years to come. We do appreciate the support from our reliable partners, Abubela Music Foundation, The Ford Foundation, Alliance Frances, Institute Frances, Hivos and Danida. However, we are quite aware that raising funds for non-commercial ventures is not easy, so we must find ways and means of sustainability. This is the biggest challenge we have at Catable Music. But we are confident that with time, we shall be able to translate the materials and content that we have collected and developed over several years to generate income in order to sustain future projects. Some of the challenges facing the Singing Wells project include the time factor. We always seem to have such a short time frame to cover vast areas and also the sequestration of limited resources and the rapid disappearance of the traditional cultures owing to aging and passing on of musicians from the older generation. Thanks to Tabu Asusa for his contributions to today's podcast. Thanks also to Steve Cavutia for his engineering expertise in Nairobi and Rob Skipper in the UK. You can find out details of all the tracks played in today's podcast by heading over to www.singingwells.org. If you're listening on SoundCloud, then you'll be able to find details on all tracks in the comments section. The next Singing Wells podcast will feature the music of the Mijikenda from our 2011 field trip. Thanks for listening. See you next time.